RTTV is sponsored by ExpressVPN. You can protect your online privacy today at expressvpn.com slash RTTV. Thanks to ExpressVPN for sponsoring RTTV, which you're watching. And I'm just repeating myself right now. RTTV, ExpressVPN. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Receive Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm Blaine. I'm Blaine. I'm Barbara. <laughs> and I'm Gus. Hello, friends. How's everyone doing today? I like hello. that you don't say you don't say hello to us before you say hello to ExpressVPN. It's a bit rude. Well, they're paying me. You aren't. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> if you, I mean, if you want to, if you want to Apple pay me something right now, we can redo the intro. Gus, if if I Apple paid you twenty cents, would you introduce me first next time? Twenty cents. Oh, Gavin, what do you? How much for you to be introduced first? A whole dollar. Ooh, what do you got there for that, Barbara? A dollar and one cent. Guys, I want to throw my bid in. I'll move I'm, your refrigerator and vacuum behind it. Yo, that's priceless. Uh, well, why, why do you offer that? Have you Did you have to move your fridge and vacuum? That's a weird offer to make. I know, but it's something I'm uniquely qualified in this group for. We were just before the podcast talking about what Blaine's maximum strength basically is. Uh, and <laughs> He's about a 16, I think. You could leg press, what was it, 900 up to 900, you think, pounds? I just... I'm trying to use a reference <laughs> for when I was a kid and I was first getting into shape. I was able to put up like 600 some on leg press at least. And my legs were a lot weaker than they are now. So I'm not sure. I haven't, I'm not saying that I have leg pressed a thousand pounds in the, like recently, but. What's that, like half a ton? Yes. Let me do the how math. Ma yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not metric. I don't. What is the... You're not metric? We are? I'm like, why? Well, no, I mean, like, I, you know, like a metric ton is what I me? know. But I don't, I don't know. England's But you, dude, you've England. lived here for eight years. I don't really deal with tons a lot. You don't deal I'm with them a ton? Buying food. <laughs> not a ton. Hey, what's your, what's your thermostat stat to? Is it Fahrenheit or Celsius? Yeah, it's Fahrenheit. <laughs> is it Fahrenheit <laughs> or Celsius? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, live with, I live with an American. You do. Mine's Fahrenheit. I've, but like I've always done Fahrenheit for my thermostat, even when I lived in Canada. I think yeah. is that because of your parents? Are no, like I mean they're Celsius? Canadian. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> no, I mean they might be old enough to remember the pre-Celsius times. Oh, I mean I'm sure they do, but I I guess it's like when you when you're doing body temperature, it makes more sense to do. Fahrenheit, because your body's Cause a little more bit accurate. more temperate. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could do like decimals <laughs> sure. and stuff for Celsius. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, the it's... difference to me between seventy-two and seventy-three is drastic. <laughs> 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 I don't know about you guys. How many stones can you like press, plane? It's fourteen uh, pounds. Eric of stone? was Eric was asking. Well, it depends on how the stones are. Eric was asking me if he was caught under a nine hundred pound boulder, if I could get him out. And I think I could if there was something that I had, like, something to leverage the weight against. So, like, if I was, like, up against a wall and I could put my back on it and then I could, yeah. and then I could just go, like... Otherwise, you'd slide away. There you go. <laughs> yeah, because if it's, like, a flat, if it's just, like, a flat surface, then he's fucked. I did that recently. I was trying to, I moved my bed to change a light bulb. And when I what? tried to push it... What? You moved a bed to change a light bulb? Where's this light bulb? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> Well, no, it doesn't. Where's the I don't light bulb? Above the bed. I don't want to put a ladder on the bed. <laughs> what do you mean? 
Oh, so you okay, moved the... okay, okay. <laughs> right, so I moved the bed I, out. I, 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 I oh, I was like, I don't why don't you why stand on your bed? I, I thought he you could just stand on your bed to change light bulb, but I guess if it's like somewhat taller or I don't know. No, I, was, it, I thought there was, was a like light bulb underneath the bed. <laughs> I like, no, so I pulled it just fine. I pulled it out, went up there, changed it. And then when I went to push it in, I like forcefully pushed the bed, but it's a, a wooden floor. So I just slid backwards and both of my legs <laughs> went under the TV unit. And I was just like against the wall under my TV console. <laughs> I love the difference between that story and Blaine saying he could, like, press 900 pounds (laughs) back to back. Yep. A few months ago before, you know, work from home and everything, I uh, was doing some, uh, what do you call it, yard work? I was, uh, I I wanted to, I wanted to get a big rock to put in my yard. And let me tell you, I've vastly (laughs) underestimated how heavy rocks are. I, uh, there's a, there's, there's a place you can go to where you, they you, you can buy big rocks. They call them boulders, but I'm remiss to call them boulders because it's like, it's only like this big, maybe. It's like a baby uh, boulder. What, what is that? Uh, four, three and a half feet tall, maybe. Um, so I go down there and I'm like, I'm just looking, I'm looking around this place and they have a bunch of rocks like this. I'm like, that's the one, that's the one I want. And uh, so I go into the office and I'm like, hey, uh, how does this work? If I want to buy one of the rocks out there, do I like bring it to you or do I put it in my car? <laughs> I, how does that work? And you looked at me like I was, the stupidest person in the world. <laughs> and I realized why, because he's like, no, we have someone with a forklift who goes and picks it up for you. They'll weigh it and then they'll load it for you. I was like, oh, okay. In my head, I was like, how much is a rock weigh? I don't know. The fucking rock <laughs> weighs 600 pounds. Dude. <laughs> and so then uh, I was so like, funny. well, obviously I'm not going to put that in my that. car. I mean, I could have, but uh, so I was like, okay, y'all uh, delivery. He's like, yeah, it's like 20 bucks to deliver it. I was like, oh, for a 600 pound rock, that's a steal. It's like, yeah, 20 bucks, I'll pay that. It's like, all right, we'll deliver it. So the, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, they're going to send a guy with a forklift again. It's going to be like a whole deal. It's going to be like a team of guys are going to pick it up and put it where I want. Um, it, it's one guy who shows up and he's got like a pickup truck with a trailer and the, the, the rock is in the back. And I'm like, how are you? Dwayne Johnson? I'm like, how are you going to get that off of there? He's like, oh, I'm just going to roll it off into the street right here. I'm like, but I don't need it in the street. I need it over there. And it's like even much further away. He's like, yeah. oh, well, you can move it. I'm like, well, no, I can't. <laughs> so he unloads the rock and it's just like on the curb in front of my house. And it sat there for like a week and I kept trying different things to move it. I kept, I would like try to roll it end over end and it ju- <laughs> I just couldn't do it. It was like, because I couldn't get it up on the curb. Uh, I, I was like... The- I, I bought this thing off of Amazon that supposedly helps you lift like appliances and stuff, but because it's like an irregular shape, it didn't work. <laughs> so but, you're out there with this like apparatus trying to <laughs> attach it to a rock. An exosuit. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't end up helping you move it to where you needed no, it to go. No, he left it there. It was there for like a week and a half, and eventually, like <laughs> my my brother-in-law came over, and I was like, "Listen, we got to move this 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 rock from here, like all the way over there," and I was like. Don't hurt yourself. You know, if it's too heavy, let me know. We'll, I'll see if we can invite more people over. We'll figure something out. But uh, yeah, he helped me and we moved it. And it was the dumbest, heaviest thing I've ever had to lift in my life. Rocks are yeah, dude. fucking heavy. It wasn't that big, but it was 600 well, pounds. It's also because you can't really get a grip anywhere, right? So it's not even the fact that it's like heavy, but it's awkwardly shaped. Yeah, it was uh, It was a fucking nightmare. And then it's like, and then we, we put it down and then I was like, oh, thanks. But you know that's that's really not how I want it. We need to move it now, oh. so we have to like flip it over and get wait, it. Wait, how long ago was that? Oh yeah, it was absolutely worth it. That was probably back in October, I think. Maybe it was in October. This October. 
Or like most recent October? Last October? Yeah, that's almost yeah. a year ago. How, how close were you to calling me? I want to know. You were my backup plan. If it didn't work with my brother-in-law, oh, I was going to be like, I'm going to get played out here to help. Who do you think the uh, actual Tony. strongest person at Rooster Teeth is, though? Sorry to interrupt you, Gavin. Wait, who is it? Who Who do you think the actual strongest person at this company is? I like, genuinely you, think, think it was Adam Ellis. Uh, I think I'm probably... I honestly, I don't know. I think it was definitely Adam Ellis for a time. Because, uh, like, so, like, Adam Ellis did this fucking crazy thing uh, where he went up to a water cooler, and you know how they have, like, the big water jugs? I, I don't know how many gallons are in those things. Probably, like, t 10? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, he, like, went up to it, grabbed it by the top, and just yanked it, and it came up into the air, and then he caught it. Jesus. And it was the most athletic thing I've ever seen. He flipped it and just put it on no problem. And, like, he did it effortlessly. And I was, like, like trying. Like, I could lift it up, but, like, even the throw, it didn't nearly get as enough, like, air for me to, like, then grab it. It was crazy. That guy's stupid Damn, strong. Dude. You yeah. might take the cake, yeah. What were you so. going to say, Geth? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Blaine was Tony's first choice for moving that ddr machine when it got delivered right oh yeah did it i do just, that it just got i did that. i think you did I, it just got dumped in the driveway on a pallet <laughs> and then the guy <laughs> drove off and she was like well it's quite big yeah yeah i think i came over i remember coming over to help move that <clears throat> giant fucking thing why didn't you call gus i'm, I'm all about it <laughs> oh i'm i'll <laughs> I'm I'm too strong. That's the problem. I would have like yeah. up, I would have done like Kovic with the water bottle. I would have popped it in yeah. the air and then grabbed it. And that's it why you didn't deal. move your. That's why you didn't move your rock because you didn't want just like a load of gravel. You didn't want to right. crumble it. Of course, you would have just ev eviscerated it. You know those uh, restaurants that have like schemes where it's like, hey, you know, play the 32 ounce steak challenge. You know, if you can't, if you can eat it in 20 minutes, then you get it for free. That rock place should do that as well, where they're like, if you can move your own boulder, you can have it. And That'd the boulder's bad. not even that expensive. I think the, the, the boulder was so cheap. They charged like by the pound. I don't remember how much it was, but I was like, oh, you can get a lot of rock for not that it much money. $600? It was not $600. Oh, it was way less yeah. than that. It's just a good marketing scheme. Uh, was this was this Austin, the, the place that has the billboard where the lady's sitting in that piece of amethyst or whatever? No, but let me tell you, I went there. They charge way more for their rocks there. The, the same rock <laughs> was like quadruple the price there. I went to a different They're minerals, place, right? Marie. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Marie? <laughs> Is it a, yeah, it's I, Marie, I went, right? I went, yeah, yeah, I went there and I looked there also. They, I bet they have like prettier rocks because they have like like the diamondy looking like jewels and those are like the the kinds of places that like ladies that do the crystal worshiping chakra stuff go to probably i probably offended a bunch of people just by saying that i uh, yeah what, uh, it's a load of a load dumb. of bollocks the, the goop followers one time i did go there the first time i ever went into that store i did overhear uh two of the employees shit talking someone else's aura so yeah i, I think you are <laughs> you are correct blaine in your what was wrong with place. that aura they said that the someone had some other customer had walked in and had this really negative aura about them and it changed the realigned some i don't know i was trying not to listen dude i don't i don't fucking know oh i would have been glued to that conversation <laughs> yeah I, I i was not about it um but yeah rocks I bought yeah. something really dumb as well recently. It wasn't a rock, and it wasn't something I couldn't move myself. I bought this 
at this point months ago and it was on back order and it just arrived and I almost forgot about it. I bought a phone charger that's also a sanitizer. So it cleans your phone via, I think, UV. Um, They're in Shark Tank, right? Yeah, I think so. It looks like this. It looks like kind of like a vase or a vase, depending on how you say it. And you put your phone in like this and it charges it and also sanitizes it. I don't. I don't need that. I don't go anywhere. I'm not making my phone dirty. I, it's it, such a stupid... It doesn't, it doesn't hurt, does it? I mean, there's no downside to cleaning your phone. I guess not, but I don't, like... Does that actually work? Is it going to work? I don't know. Well, I, I know that, like, uh, UVC can sterilize surfaces and liquids. But, I mean, yeah, like, but a then... phone, even outside of COVID, a phone is a pretty gammy device. It's got all... True. ...butt on it and stuff. It's just such a big dumb thing like when i first bought it i thought it was going to be a little smaller but it's so clunky i think that's a great investment because even when i'm out (laughs) and i'm like touched handles to leave my apartment then on my phone i still touch it true i I, uh i've taken (laughs) to uh spraying down my phone with rubbing alcohol like once a day just to try to sanitize it yeah that's smart Dude, I keep getting cuts on my fucking hands and the sanitizer. Two complaints. Sanitizer, it's just murdering all the tiny cuts that I constantly get in my hand. And the other thing is I went to, I had to go pick up an order from somewhere and they had hand sanitizer out and it was like, like mango scented or smelling sanitizer. And it basically smelled like someone pissed into a bottle of birthday flavored vodka, birthday cake flavored vodka. It was Ugh. the worst smell ever. So like, let's not do uh, let's not do scented hand sanitizers, please. It was. <laughs> there's rough. some that smell really good. Yes, I and then there's say. some that smell like ass, and they made me like me and Kelly were gagging because it's just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you're clean. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Just bathe in it. <clears throat> smell it all day. I'm meeting my mom. I was telling you guys this earlier. I can't. Touch it my, I'm an edit daddy. I'm meeting my edamame <laughs> with these fingers because I have a cut on my thumb and it, oh, it's real bad. I hope my finger. <laughs> I like how you're doing the beauty vlogger thing where you hold your hand up in front of the item so it focuses on it. I learned that from Drew. It's good, man. Uh, Barbara, in chat here, uh, who's this? DF Zometa says that UVC does eliminate viruses. Oh, oh perfect. Well, now I don't feel so dumb about this. I'm going to put my phone in it. Yeah, but it looks dumb. <laughs> yeah, I know. It looks really stupid. I arrived. I went, oh, yeah. And Trevor was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> what did you order? Well, at least you don't have to, like, fuck with it. You can just toss your phone in there. Like, you don't have to worry about aligning a yeah. cable or anything. You just, like, kind of wing it in there. It's also nice because I- I'm sure a lot of people watching know this about me. I get distracted by my phone because work literally never stops. And having it back here in the charger forces me not to look at it or interact with it. So it's kind of helpful in that sense too. So I guess it's not the dumbest. Why don't you just set up like a, a do not disturb or something after 7 p.m. or something? That would be nice. <laughs> Maybe I should do that and see if it actually works for me. Barbara is always on. And I, so like Chris and I just took vacation. It just happened to line up at the same time. And I think yeah, Gus, you had vacation. Too. <laughs> we we hung out together. I'm kidding. We didn't. Uh, Gus, you had vacation right before us. John's on vacation this week, and I think Barb, you're coming up. 
man, we all need vacation because like I came back with like way better recharge yeah. batteries. Yeah, I, I saw some people in the Rooster Teeth subreddit were concerned about uh, like some of us talking <laughs> about uh, like being all the work out. from home and being burnt out and stuff. And yeah, I think you know, like uh, Todd and Carrie and some people went in there and, and made some posts that uh, we really are being encouraged to like take some, take some time off and try to try to cut back. So don't feel like also, <laughs> we're intentionally being worked into the ground or anything. Yeah. And I think, you know, a level of being burnt out not only comes from the work we're doing, but also just the state of the world and the heaviness of everything. <laughs> so feeling burnt out is not necessarily <laughs> the fact that we're working all the time, which I mean, we do have a lot to do and it, it takes up the majority of our days. But I think for me personally, I'm feeling burnt out just emotionally as well, just because it's scary yeah. and <clears throat> I'm anxious. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate the concern in the subreddit, but um, yeah. yeah, especially with Achievement Hunter, like we, I feel like we just still really like playing video games and making content and it's like, it's good for us to, because uh, I, I feel like at the moment going to sleep and waking up doesn't give me the same rest because <laughs> you, you wake up and you're like, oh, <laughs> Damn it, world! Yeah. So it's it, for us, or for me anyway. I like the distraction, and uh, yeah, we're all very encouraged to take breaks if it's uh, a little bit too much. Something I just like. That... Oh, go ahead. Uh, no, you go for it, Blaine. I was I was gonna say I just like whenever my friends are taking vacation because I like hearing the stories that they come back to content with because they're actually like sometimes going out and doing things that they wouldn't otherwise because of work. Like Kelly and I went camping and that was a fucking blast and I'll probably talk about it a little bit more, but like I, I, I'm hoping that John goes out and d does stuff. I think Barbara, I was you were telling me something about some of your plans. Like I just mm -hmm. just going out and like experiencing something outside of these four walls is I also best. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I don't know if I've ever well, there's been other vacations I've been excited for, but I'm so looking forward to this time off um, just because it's it's been a really tough few months and this is the first time I'll be able to like fully turn off for a lengthy period of time. So I'm excited about that. I also just quickly want to address uh, Queso in chat said that um, I literally just said work never ends, which I did say that. And what I meant by that is we at Rooster Teeth don't take breaks from content. We're constantly producing stuff and we're constantly putting out things every day on our various channels and live streams and stuff like that. So that's what I meant by the work never ends. Not like, oh, I'm up from 8 a.m. to midnight, literally just working all the time. That's not what I meant by that. Absolutely. So I just want to clear that up. It's, it's, not, it's, like, it's not a job that's finished. You know, right. like, and done. <laughs> it's right. There's more, there's more <sighs> to do. I'm like, oh wait, no, we have to make another video. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's, there's different i feel like different projects take different amounts of like mental energy and like uh add different amounts of exhaustion like it's weird i feel like whenever we're doing something live like a live stream or like the live version of the podcast i feel like it's more mentally taxing than something that's pre-recorded just because like i'm always nervous that we're gonna stop or that something's gonna happen and that it's gonna go wrong yeah. whereas like if you pre-tape it's like oh we just we can just edit that out but when it's live i just feel like an extra little bit of a anxiety and nerves. I don't know if anyone else feels the same way about different projects. Was it uh, mentally taxing for you when you were playing Factorio with John Reisinger? Annoying. No, because that was pre-taped, so it was fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to know. <laughs> you just had to bring that up, huh? I, it's also, um, I think, an important note, too, and I'm sure you guys experience this, too. Um, we're used to making content, like, around each other and together, 
and before and after you actually film the content, you get to interact and socialize and kind of mm -hmm. like bask in the fun of all of it. Whereas now what we're doing, it's you show up to a recording or a stream, you do it and then it's like, all right, see ya. Like there's no, it's not the same type of socializing that we were used to. So that also could kind of take a toll on you both personally and also professionally as a performer where you just <clears throat> turn on and turn off. And it's, it's not like a gradual yeah. kind of balance and like we're used to. Yeah. And I also want to say, I don't want like people to take it out of context. I don't want to make it seem like we have the hardest job in the world or anything. I know oh, that we're very fortunate yeah. to have the jobs we have. I'm only bringing this up because I know there had been concern about it posted online. So that's why we're addressing it now. We're not, we're not having a pity party, right? It's not like poor us. We were working so hard. We know <clears throat> there's tons of other people doing much more important jobs that are working harder. We're just trying to give, I think the perspective on, uh, uh, on how we're experiencing it right now and just to let you know, yeah. hopefully we're doing okay. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to do our best to balance it all. Just, uh, just, I guess a little peek behind, uh, the curtain as to what's going on. We're just, uh, being personal with you guys. You're yeah. friends. I'm super grateful for Rooster Teeth. Like, Absolutely. It's just it's just been nice to, to, to be in this kind of work environment through all this stuff because less fortunate people are kind of suffering right now. But uh, yeah, I'm stoked for John. I think he's just kicking it and reading comic books this week, and that just sounds like just perfect. <laughs> Dude, John has been a fucking warrior uh, for Rooster Teeth in the last. I mean, always, but especially during quarantine, he's been leading the charge on so much stuff that we've been doing, and really. Um, being like such an important person in that group for getting shit done and, and getting ideas out there. So he deserves a very long vacation. He's been kicking ass. Brings a lot of so, dad energy. Just like a lot of, lot of lot of structure, you know? Yeah. Was it his idea to play that super luminal game? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched that, that was pretty funny. Oh, it was with all you guys, right? Mm -hmm. It yeah. was. <laughs> I, I, uh, I ended up buying it. I have it on my Xbox now. I started playing it a few days ago. It's fun. My it's backlog fun. is so full. So that's like next on my list. of so many. It's games interesting to, to, to see how you tackled them, all the puzzles differently. I, I know there was a lot cut, but dude, it was it was, it was so funny because I was the first to go and like figuring everything out. I like to take my time with puzzles typically <laughs> because I'll like try to see every element of it and try to like explore the entire room and all that like and, and blaine pieces. is like i don't want to look at anything for more than two seconds <laughs> he was just barreling through it but it was so it was frustrating because even like the first puzzle where you're figuring out the perspective of one of the pieces i didn't understand what it meant so i just kept picking up everything and like dropping and i'm like i don't know what's going on what am i doing wrong and then john's like just try moving and then it instantly clicked for me but to watch the other guys do it and get it immediately i was so pissed <laughs> Like, no, you're, you're, you were, it was like different mindsets because you were like, I'm going to be entertaining and, and like milk this and stuff like that. And I was just like, I'm going to win. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it kind of sucks because like in the comments, I feel like there's just like Blaine win fatigue. Like everyone's just like, why is Blaine always trying to win stuff and be so competitive? And I'm like, yeah. Well, they, were, they, they, they were probably happy to see you actually try and then win for once. So, I mean, that was at least a little refreshing for them. <laughs> oh, right. This episode of the Rusty Podcast is brought to you by Babbel. Have you been thinking about relearning that language you took in high school or college, but think it'll take too much time? I've been brushing up on my Spanish, Spanish lately, thanks to Babbel, and here's how. 
Uh, Babbel designs their courses with real-world conversation in mind, letting you learn everyday practical conversations that you will actually use, and it's proven to get you speaking a language within weeks. The daily lessons are 10 to 15 minutes and start by teaching you words and phrases. Sentences gradually get more complex, and next thing you know, you're practicing short conversations. Lessons are thoughtfully created by over 100 language experts, and their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective across multiple studies. They even have speech recognition technology that helps improve your pronunciation and accent. Uh, with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, uh, and Babbel is available as an app or online, so your products will be synced across all devices so you can learn on the go. Uh, right now, when you purchase a three-month subscription, Babbel will give our listeners three additional months for free with promo code Roosterteeth. That's three additional months for free if you go to babbel.com and use promo code Roosterteeth on your three-month subscription. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, promo code Roosterteeth. <laughs> But yeah, it's interesting. I, I like watching, or so like um, Meg played Last of Us Two before I did, and then I played it, and it was interesting because she was watching me play it. How much stuff I did that she didn't, and how much stuff I was about to miss, but she let me know that she did. Because in my head, I was being really thorough. I was like looting everything, and I would just like I might miss a safe, and she's like, "There's a safe back there." I was like, "What? I've looked. Oh shit, there is a safe." And then there'll be stuff that I did where she never found it, and it's like. It makes you. It makes me wish that I had someone watching me play everything to see how much I'd miss <laughs> from like good games. Like I say, like oh, I played. I played all of Skyrim. I've done all the DLC. But how much cool stuff have I just missed, and I don't even know I missed, and I will never know that I've missed in that game. It's really fascinating yeah. when uh, essentially like no two people will have the same gaming experience <clears throat> in the same game. Yeah, unless it's like super linear. Yeah. To, to an extreme. Yeah. When uh. When I was playing uh, Last of Us 2, anytime I came across a note that had like a combination for a safe, I wouldn't write it down. I just take my phone out and take a picture of the screen and then just <laughs> put my phone down. Then when I got to the safe, I just pick my phone up and look at the picture to see uh, what the combination was to open it. Just because uh, I didn't want to have to try to bother writing it down or doing anything. I was like, no, I'll just take a photo. You, you can't fine. memorize six digits? Well, because I, I don't know say, if I'd find it right away or like I didn't want to be thinking about it. It's like, yeah, just take a photo. Find it. I would it spend <laughs> like the next the 15 stuff. minutes searching for the save just saying like, oh, six, five, one, two, oh, six, five, one, two. You're like, just like <laughs> yeah. saying the thing over songs. and over. Yeah, I we were playing D and D last week on our show Dice Cast, which a lot of people have been asking where you could find it. It's on the Rooster Teeth website. It's, it has its own series page. So if you're watching this on YouTube, head over to Rooster.com to watch it all for free. Um, but plug over, Gus gave us a sequence of numbers that we had to memorize for something else in the game, and I was like, I'm fucking writing this down because there's no way any <laughs> of us are going to remember this. And luckily, I did. <laughs> yeah, you needed it. It was a it was a good thing. I was I was really hoping that you all were going to start trying to guess at what the numbers were before you found the actual combination, but uh, no one actually ended up doing that. I think y'all were too afraid. Yeah, well, yeah, we're always we scared we're just going to die or something like that at any, any moment. <laughs> I I've been telling uh, Kelly because like she's her brother does Dungeons and Dragons and uh, she <laughs> knows what it is, but she's never done it before, and she's kind of interested in that world. And I was telling her how excited I am that we're doing Dungeons and Dragons because I've for years have been wanting to play, but I've never had a group that would accept me because they they're already like midway <laughs> through a campaign or like no one would have the patience to help like bring in a first timer. So I was always just like, D and D's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just glad that I'm with a bunch of other people that are playing it. 
It's been fun. It's been uh, it's been really uh, good. I've been uh, I've been having a lot of fun. I, I think I mentioned this last podcast or the one before, but it's definitely one of my favorite projects to work on right now. Even though it's live, uh, it's one of my favorite things that uh, that it's we're doing. It's a little more moment. chill though. Like it's telling a story that you have notes for and you have like somewhat of a direction for. Obviously, we throw you off that mark quite a few times, I'm sure, during gameplay. Yeah. One of, but one it, of, it's very different. One of these days, like Ben and Christian have been writing the story and they've been putting together this uh, really well put together document uh, that ha that I reference all the time. I have it on my screen when we're uh, when we're recording. Uh, one of these days I should show you like that document just so you see what it looks like and like all the different things that are on it just so you know maybe like not anything upcoming like things that you've done in the past that way you can see like how it looks like from my perspective when uh when we're uh playing a game that'd be interesting to see what what's your favorite thing to work on blubs oh man um it's been really cool like trying out a lot of content i know i talk about it all the time but like i i've been having a ton of fun getting back into video games um and like getting to try new stuff like that super liminal video we did was great um we actually blaine and i brainstormed some ideas with chris today that we're gonna shoot this week that we're super excited about but uh really <laughs> really fun ideas but like some some new stuff that has popped up that people really have latched onto like i love the guess who series we've been doing in hard mode um that was super fun um I obviously like the podcast. It it is sometimes challenging to think of things to talk about week after week, um, <laughs> but it's it's like the one time I get to see Gavin, which is nice. Hey, <laughs> although we did play some board games. We did we via some the board internet. Friday, yeah. Via some tabletop sim, that was nice. I played some betrayal, um, yeah. but there was too many of us, so some of us had to share characters, and by that <laughs> I mean me and Trevor shared a character. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, what is that? Tabletop sim? That's like, yeah. you get your money's worth out of that thing. That's got Dude. infinite games. It's, it's really versatile. You can do so many different things. Yeah, I just hate it because every time I go in, I immediately test whether or not I can flip the table and everyone has it disabled. It pisses me off because I just want to like... <laughs> no. Blaine, I'll, I'll, I'll do a game where it's going to be resulting in how many table flips you could get in a certain amount of time and it'll be yeah. your cup of tea. Excellent, excellent. Perfect for you. I like that you can write messages for other players just in front of wherever that's at. <laughs> yeah, well, Barbara so... and I have been getting into the habit where we just draw a shit talk to each other on the table and stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, we that happened in our game on Friday with uh, with Gavin. Trevor was the one controlling things, which by the way, watching Trevor play Tabletop Simulator, I was like blown away because I'm so clunky with the mouse and keyboard <laughs> still. And he was just like flying around, like setting up camera angles and doing this and switching the things and picking up things. And I was like, I'm horny right now for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he uh, he was controlling the mouse. So I was like, go over to Gavin's part of the table and just write, what was it? Slut bitch or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I had him write slut bitch in front of Gavin. <laughs> and there's so much going on, like you're moving all over the table and then you come back, to, I like came back to see all my stuff. I was like, huh, all right. <laughs> and you could tell who did it because it's in the color yeah. of your player. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did one to Alfredo once where I was just like, I wrote, <laughs> I think I just wrote, I'm watching you in front of his and I drew a line and it went all the way back to where I was sat with an arrow to just two eyes. He <laughs> <it> was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I like how you could also draw like across the game board itself, yeah. not just the table. I think Blaine, was it you? You were filling in something with green because you were like, for the editor, you can make this a green screen. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to take advantage of that, but there's just this hole of green, like chroma key green in the middle. 
And I just want them to put something really stupid there. And then at one point, I think you did it twice because the first time you did it, I, I accidentally clicked the erase all. And you had spent like 10 minutes filling that <laughs> It was a long with... time filling it in. <laughs> My footage is probably just me just going click, 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 click. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but man, there are, there are a lot of functionalities in that game that I had no idea existed until Friday. Yeah. So not to learn. A lot. It's, it's almost intimidating. Yeah. So to are, to me. that was it. <laughs> are you guys, do you, what, where's your mindset at right now towards weather? Are you wanting it to be cold or do you prefer it to stay hot? Like, do you want summer to continue or are you just ready for the fall? <clears throat> I love summer. Yeah. I love it. So you're yeah. good with what's going on right now. Yeah. I love it. Like I would love it more if I had access cooler? to a pool. That's oh. um, no, fine. Uh, yeah. A pool sounds nice, but, uh, I'd like it, I think, to be a little cooler. I'm happy with it now, but a little cooler would be okay, like where it's not super oppressive first thing in the morning, you know, where you can actually go out and walk around or something. Yeah. Yeah. The ability for it to be a little nicer <clears throat> to walk around would be nice. Also, I would love to save more money on my electric bill from having to. Oh, the AC. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because now um, that Trevor and I are using um, the rooms here as offices, and he has two PCs running. I luckily just have one, but we've had to crank our AC all day, every day, just in order for our rooms not to be steam boxes. So I, I don't think cooler weather necessarily is going to 100% fix that. It'll help, I think. I'm full blown ready for winter. Like, Kelly and I invested in probably like $400 worth of camping equipment. And Jeez. when we went, I, I just scheduled it weeks ahead of a time because I knew when my vacation was. And when we got there, the heat index was like 109 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> oh my God, dude. It was well, so hot. The chat Blaine. is so... Well, there's like so many people. Yeah, so divided. Yeah. Like <laughs> Cold, summer, cold. Yeah. Well, I Blaine, feel like if you're from luckily, a cold country... Go I was going to say, luckily Segway into Blaine, the ad. Winter is coming. Hey, wait, that? Is, is there an ad? Is there an ad read? What's going on? <laughs> Blaine, do I do ad reads here anymore? Not for first you members. You started the podcast with one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't defend him, Gavin. What were you, you going to say, <laughs> Gavin, people from colder countries? Yeah, I was going to say, I think people who live in colder climates miss the summer more. Like, uh, as a Brit, I've mentioned this before, mm -hmm. uh, if it's sunny outside, I feel like I'm wasting it which is how I always felt when I lived in England. I would always be like, oh, yeah, a bit of sun there. Just get out and just sun myself. And um, that works up until about 42 degrees Celsius. And at that point, which we've experienced here recently, uh, running outside and standing under the sun actually is painful after like five minutes. Mm. Right. It's not the case of like, oh, I got sunburned today. Wow. It's like, I can feel it burning. Like, it's like a heat burn instead of like a UV burn. It's like, ow. I, and I, I think love 42 it. for me is the limit where it's like, I shouldn't be outside anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty high limit, dude. <laughs> what is that, 105? <laughs> uh, it's probably like a, a hundred and, yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's hot as fuck. I think 38 is 100. One, or 42, 42 is 107. Because yeah. of My, lockdown and all that stuff and the inaccessibility of gyms and stuff, I'd been working outside on top of my parking garage on, out of my Jeep. And I'd been working out there like some days like when it was like 105 degrees out. And it just, it fucking wrecked me. Like there'd be times where I'd like lean against my Jeep and then it'd be like five minutes later and I was just like napping on the side of my Jeep. I was like, <laughs> I'm dying. I, I'm with you though, Gavin. Like, obviously, growing up in Canada, I'm used to it being cold 90% of the time, or at least not warm enough to really enjoy like a pool or a nice like outdoor activity. Yeah. Um, 
so I love the summer. I, that's like one of my favorite things about living in Austin actually is getting so much warmth and so many months of summer, uh, mainly because like there's so many pools and outdoor like water areas in Austin, which sucks now because you can't really take advantage of that uh, during yeah. quarantine uh, and trying to be safe. But I, uh, I, I love summer and I love the heat. I haven't been outside nearly enough. I am, you can't really tell on this camera. I am so... I'm the, I'm the palest I've ever been, I think, in my life. That's saying a lot. I, I bet that's, like, really good for you, though. Because the sun isn't... I mean, <laughs> you need, like, a little bit of vitamin D or whatever, but we're all, like, killing ourselves tanning, aren't we? So it's like, oh, if yeah, you're no, pale, you're, your skin's in good condition. It's absolutely better for my skin and my health. Uh, Trevor and I actually have been taking vitamin D supplements uh, just ah, because we know we haven't been getting enough sun. Uh, but the other day, actually, um, I was shooting some merch with Wes. Uh, it was outside. He was wearing a mask. We were distanced. We were being very safe about it. But at one point, I was lying down on the ground, and I was wearing a skirt and white Converse shoes. And I looked down, and I go, my legs are the they blend into my white converse like i can't Jeez. i can't see where they i'm so pale dude it's bad i had been working out enough that like you can't really tell the lighting's not doing me any favors but like i've been getting a ton of sun because i've been working out outside and like when we got to the camping site like it, I was like, I'm going to be shirt off for 48 hours. I didn't wear a shirt. Like, as soon as we got to the campground, I took my shirt off. And it was so nice. It was you took it off. You vacation. started the fire with it. It was, it was rad. That's well, something yeah, I'm going to try to do during my vacation time is is spend some more time outside. Oh, you got to. Because, like, the, the only thing is, like, we had Dutch and uh, Kelly's dog, Charlie. He was the cutest dog in the world. And uh, they were, like, hot dogs. It was, like really warm so like every 15 minutes i would take them over to the water hose and i'd like pour just like water and just like they were constantly Aww. soaked the entire trip because i was trying to make sure that they were okay and like filled up on water other than that it was a great time that sounds like so much fun i'm Where's so jealous of you guys oh yeah this episode of received podcast is brought to you by doordash you can continue supporting restaurants in your community and safely because there are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on doordash and they need your patronage now more than ever support your favorite restaurants on doordash DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. You just open up the DoorDash app, choose what kind of food you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, The Cheesecake Factory. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. And remember, DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to help communities they operate in safe. So right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code ROOSTER. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code ROOSTER. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. I found out during my, uh, my last doctor visit that I'm vitamin D deficient, which seems pretty on brand for me. <laughs> you know, I think it's something like 80 or 90% of Canadians are vitamin D deficient. Oh, really? Yeah, I feel it's like actually, Gus is quite is common. The, Gus could be the one person who builds up immunity against vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> like you just naturally rep <laughs> You just had so little time in the sunlight. Yeah, it's like, uh, I, 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 like when I got that result back, I was like, really? Now? Okay. I mean, I would have guessed this would have been at some point over the last 25 years, but okay, we've reached that point finally. I feel like it's hard. Like, how do you know how much you need? 
How do you even quantify? Do you need like 10 minutes a day outside? I, I think there was an hour a day. No, I don't think it's that much. I think it's 15 minutes a day in order to get the amount of vitamin, like to properly absorb the vitamin D that you need in order not to be deficient. Why don't right. you I stick think. your face in your phone cleaning vase? Would that oh. have the same effect? She just I, has I a circle on her face. Don't think it would. I also uh, think I, I think your UGC face would be is clean. Really, I think that's really bad for you as well. If you, oh. I think it is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I don't. Oh, just something stick about, my eyeballs in there. <laughs> if it's just UV, I, I think some of those lights are fine. But there's like a specific kind that is, I think, damaging to the eyes. I, I don't I know think, what I'm talking about. I think I think it's C. I think you're right. But yeah. uh, I just looked it up online. To maintain healthy blood levels, aim to get 10 to 30 minutes of midday sunlight several times per week. <laughs> Imagine if all okay. humans did that at noon. They would just be like... Just a f bunch of fucking plants <laughs> hanging out outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My Echo had like health tips. Ask, ask a Alex A for health tips. I don't want to activate her. And, uh, and it was like, for better health, get 60 minutes of sunlight a day. And I was like, I don't think that that was written for Texas. Like, yeah. it was like some person way north. Could I split that into 10 six-minute sessions? <laughs> yeah, you hop out. <laughs> you run back in. <laughs> yeah. I saw someone, you, you talked about activating your, your voice assistant. I saw a company started selling a little jammer that you can put on top of some of those voice-activated assistants so that they can't hear you anymore. What? But it seems like, why wouldn't you just unplug or not use the assistant if you're that worried about it? Like, I don't understand. It. What, yeah. yeah, I don't understand what the point of the device is. It's like this little puck you put on top of it that I guess like jams its uh, its microphone so that it can't hear you anymore. So you have to activate it by taking the thing off. You it's basically just like a little another little puck you put on top of your smart device and it emits some kind of. Yeah, but then Sound how do you frequency. use it yourself on when you want right, to? Then, yeah. Right, then I guess you, you, you clap to activate it or deactivate the jammer. <laughs> how are you going to say, Alexa, turn couch blue? Oh! Nice. Yeah. So yeah. then if That's you were using expensive. this device, you'd have to clap and then talk and then clap again. Okay, got it. <laughs> sorry for everybody that has one activate like right now. It's like, sorry, I can't Everyone do that. Everyone's just sat on that blue, blue couch. couch. <laughs> What color should I make my room? I have, I, uh, I don't have an echo in here, but I make, can use make, my phone. Make it as wide as your legs. <laughs> oh, ah! So you won't be able to see it. I'll use the shade translucent. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm catching up with chat. They were like, hey, thanks for not saying the name of the device, Splane. <laughs> and uh -oh. then, now it's and then like... you did. <laughs> yeah. Red. I'm going to do blue too. I'm going to match you, Blaine. Mine is not as obvious though. We were in a meeting, and it was like you, me, John, and Chris, and I noticed that our color scheme in each window was the exact same. We all had like pinkish, salmonish, bluish. Yeah. Oh, that looks like you're in. You're in like. This is the jungle. Green. Mine is very subtle. I want to get some more because I love the way it looks when people have their room like super pigmented in a certain color. I it looks so cool to me. But mine is is more of a subtle hue. I usually hue. keep it on like purple, purple or pink. On Everyone's getting Go, I'm a girl. Sorry. I had, I, I, I was texting Gavin this weekend because I had the we, dumbest, we text so much now. Yeah, we text all the time. But I had the dumbest <laughs> fucking problem. I had to share it with Gavin. I was, uh, I was trying to move my desk to a different location. Uh, but the network port at, the, at that location wasn't working. So I thought, oh, well, let me just pop off the 
the network port. Let me just pop off that little plate and look inside. Cause you know, I used to work in it. Maybe I could take a look at it and fix it. And behind that plate was like a spaghetti. It looked like a plate of spaghetti of tiny little cables. Like whoever had lived in the house before me spliced to the cable and added like a shit ton of phone lines or something to it. And it was just like all these wires running off everywhere. And I just looked at it. I was like, yeah, there's no fixing that. It was, it, I got <laughs> so fucking mad. I had to make a video and I sent it to Adam Baird and I sent it to Gavin. Yeah. And you're not exaggerating. It looked like someone had like done a bunch of shit, shoved the cables in and then used like a broom handle to like jab it all in and then put more <laughs> on and closed it. It was like, it was do you, crazy. Do you think it's what? because they just didn't want to have to cut it and then like splice and like, new connections and stuff like that so they just like fuck it or like I, I, do you think that they're actually I, bringing it out as an extension i have no idea i've never seen anything like that and honestly i don't know how they fit all of those wires back into the box it it was like watching <laughs> like that circus bit where a bunch of clowns come out of a car it was like watching <laughs> that with wires it was just like like pulling them and, out non-stop never ending. and the wiring was also super weird have you talked about like why your port wasn't working? Uh, like, yeah, they had they had cut four of the wires. So they tried to make four of the the when you're using Ethernet, really only four wires are necessary, and there's eight wires in a cable. So they had tried to cut the four wires that weren't in use and use those to send other signals through, and then all of those were like tied off with all these other wires that had all these runs going everywhere that were then for no reason because it was all just jammed back into the box. <laughs> This Dude, sounds like stupid, stupid and like existential and stuff, but I love that because there's a story behind everything. And at one point in time, a person was doing that and they thought in their brain that that was the <laughs> logical thing to do. Like there was a story behind. Yeah. For example, when I moved into this apartment, I was taking a shower one time. I was just like a couple of months into living here. And I was taking like a steamy shower and I looked on my mirror and I got freaked out because there was writing on the mirror. And I didn't know exactly what it said. It was kind of hard to see, but it said like something along the lines of like someone's name and like love and something like that. And I just like stood there fucking naked, <laughs> staring at the mirror, wondering if I was either being haunted or like what it was. And what I, what I ultimately came up with was that some girl took lipstick signed that and then had taken a picture with it like a selfie or something like that just like based off of the handwriting and all the stuff that's the the story that i assembled. what did it say what's up what did it say it was i i don't know it was like someone's name oh. love and then like like some some like dude like hearts and shit dude so lipstick know. is so fucking hard to get out of anything i dropped <laughs> a lipstick on my carpet uh what's in it this made office from? I don't know, but it's got some type of grease or oil or something in there. That is it animal-based? I don't think so. I bet oh. you that make or lipstick is not vegan. I think it depending on Gus. the brand. That, that, speaking of the bathroom thing, there was a video I watched about a lot of old American homes where apparently there was just a slot in the wall in the bathroom where you would just stick old razors. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You, you would just like be done because they'd be like single use razors or like a couple of uses and then you just stick them through the slot and I, I was thinking i was like okay so there's like some sort of catchment bin and you open a door and pull them out nope they just fall into the wall what? and people just assume it's like well they'll never fill up the wall with razors so a lot of people have had like new bathrooms done and they just like tile over those holes and they're just 
you know, modern bathroom, but there's still a ton of razor blades Years in their bathroom wall. Gavin, That's you, so gross. Do, do you I remember that, that house I bought that I renovated that you walked in the window of one time? Yeah. <laughs> that had a wall full of razors. Did it? Did you yeah, find the razors? We found the razors. We had to rip open that wall because we were redoing the bathroom. And that's how I learned about this. And it was just like hundreds of razors fell out of the wall into like a pile in the bathroom. It's like, what <laughs> it's the so fuck gross. is this? It's, it's like, like it's, so, it's like gross and dangerous, but it's like so ill thought out for anyone. Do they just think like, but ah, I people, mean, people know about the razors. How, how, I mean, I feel like there's, there's no better metaphor for humans alive in like the 40s and 50s in the sick, like it, it to be like, yeah, who cares? It, we're just gonna put it in the wall, out of sight, out of oh. mind. Not a problem we're ever gonna have yeah. to deal with. And then of I'll course, level foresight. Like, Fuck. <laughs> when I was a, a kid, or I was, I guess, I was in my teens. I might have told this story already, but my dad and I were building a new drywall uh, between their bathroom and their uh, uh, closet. And so we were like building up. It wasn't a lot of drywall, but like we had all the studs and all that stuff. And for whatever reason, I wanted to put an action figure in there. So like there's just a G.I. Joe action figure in the wall of my parents' bathroom. And whoever like destroys that house, they're probably gonna find just an old G.I. Joe. It's like a little Easter egg. <laughs> I always thought that was cool. If like you're moving out of a house and could leave something there for the other owner to find at some point. That's obviously yeah, but... not creepy. <laughs> Chances are they don't want it. Like nobody's gonna be like, ooh. That's like, yeah. what cool. if I leave them a dollar bill? <laughs> no, I love cool. seeing those ones where it's like people find like a safe or some shit, you know? Oh, God. Yeah. Also, fucking unsolved mysteries. That shit's crazy. I only, I know I'm so late to the game. That show's crazy. They've unsolved solved mysteries. like so many mysteries that were unsolved because of that show. That show's crazy. <laughs> Wait, so they actually solved it? I thought it was like super frustrating because you'd never know what happened. Well, yeah, I, was like, covering. I think there was like 1,300 cases in, the, in the, ex the history of the show, and they've solved somewhere between two to 300 <clears throat> cases because of tips or whatever. Damn. Because they oh, like, they whoa. purposely sometimes will pick uh, cases <clears throat> that they know there's missing elements that they, they could just push the, ev the evidence over a little bit more. They could probably solve the case. Uh, like, it's a public service and it's entertainment. That show's crazy. A public service. <laughs> I, I would be so uh, fucking cool. I would be remiss if we didn't uh, give a huge shout out to Red Web, uh, Trevor and Alfredo's new podcast that released uh, premiered last week. I think the second episode came out today. It is. I am so proud uh, to see how well it's been doing and, and the response to it. But man, it is. I listened to the first episode twice. It is so good. It is so damn good. Um, and if oh, yeah, you like unsolved mysteries and stuff like that, then definitely go um, check it out. I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I'm I'm very jealous, and I kind of hate <clears throat> Trevor and Alfredo right now because Red <laughs> Web is on track to surpass Black Box Down in number of downloads, <laughs> and oh. I don't I don't like that. I'm a very competitive person, so uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out ways to start promoting Black Box Down more <laughs> to try to pump up the numbers. Because it's interesting. Uh, yeah, they're, here they're, I am it's, in it's fucking third place, if that, with uh, Good Morning from Hell, and I hate I hate Gus for Black Box Down, <laughs> Gus and Chris for Black Box Down. I'm so jealous of that fucking. The show. enemy of your enemy is your friend. I don't even know where <laughs> yeah. face comes into it. I assume that's dead <laughs> bottom. It's, no, uh... you guys are. I, I I think all the podcasts that um you guys have been putting out and and doing have been stellar and kicking ass. So yeah, I, I would say that I would say that face is probably one of my favorite things to work on as well. 
Oh yeah, I never asked you. You asked me what, what my favorite thing to work on. We never got back to you, Gavin. Now I feel bad. <laughs> you probably I, I had my that finger, question so you could talk about that. I had my finger on the button for five minutes and then I was just like, it didn't happen. I'm going to let go. But you She's can probably see me. me. I was like this while I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Rooster Podcast is brought to you by Honey. Uh, it's the future, baby, which means most of us do our shopping online. We've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that scours the internet for promo codes and applies it the best one it finds on your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online from gaming and tech to fashion brands and even food delivery. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button just drops down. All you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons you can find on that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Uh, I'm sure we're all searching for uh, supplies to work from home. I know I have to buy a new office chair later. Uh, I'm gonna, definitely gonna use Honey. I'm gonna see uh, how much money I'm gonna be able to save when I have to look for that new office chair uh, after tonight's podcast. Uh, and you can save too because Honey has found it's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. If you don't have Honey already, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free, installs in a few seconds, and by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash rooster. That's joinhoney.com slash rooster. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're doing really well with the downloads, with the numbers. Good job yeah, they, with, I think, uh, uh, with Bleak hit. Face. I think um, uh, Red Web hit number four on trending on Spotify or something. Mm -hmm. It was pretty uh, high, yeah. Weekend, which is incredible. Um, but obviously, as as someone very close to Trevor and who loves him very much, I really appreciate everyone's support of of the things that he works on. So thank you guys. It it's interesting. Really means to a lot. Get recommendations by the community for the stuff that we make. Like I know whether to watch stuff we make based on the community's reaction to it. Like I'm gonna watch Red <laughs> Web because. Everyone's going ape shit for it. I probably wouldn't have listened to it because you know you can only listen to so much stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a go. Yeah, dude, it is. Thank It'll you, community. <laughs> yeah. No, norm normally I'd listen to it during a commute, but no, no more commuting. Just uh, <laughs> yeah. lay in bed in the morning before I get up, and that's my commute now. <laughs> Getting up and going yeah. to the, going to brush my I teeth. I like it for for housework and stuff. Like if you're if you're doing laundry or cleaning or anything like that, or even going for a walk outside to get your ten to thirty minutes of vitamin D. I know uh, Good Morning from <clears throat> Hell is usually under thirty minutes, so it's the perfect show for your walk. Yeah, right, Blaine? That's right. No, it is one of these things where, like, my even though I think across the board podcast numbers are down because people aren't commuting as much, I have been listening to podcasts non fucking stop, and I think Gus can attest to this because I text him whenever I'm listening to Black Box, <laughs> yeah. and I love that. I love that I have a direct connection to somebody that makes it. I don't even bother with Chris because he doesn't know anything about airplanes, but Gus is the guy. <laughs> but yeah, we're it's great too because, like, whenever I take Dutch out for a walk, he takes forever to shit. And I used to get so impatient. So sometimes I'd like get in his face and like bend down and be like, Dutch, can you take a fucking shit, dude? Wait, <laughs> I'm getting eaten alive by mosquitoes, dude. And now I'm just like listening to Black Box or whatever. And uh, and he can take as long as he wants. I don't really care. That would make a pretty funny video of just everyone taking a camera and putting it super low down as if it's the POV of a dog and just having a montage of all the stuff people say to their pets. You're like I, I was, yeah. <laughs> take a shit, Dutch. Take a fucking <laughs> shit, Dutch. <laughs> He's like, I, what? <laughs> oh, I love the, that dog. This morning, I took uh, uh, Benjamin out, and <laughs> I was like, I 
like we were walking around. I was like, I know, I know you need to take a shit, dude. I know you need to take a shit. And he just peed and he like starts running back for the door. Like he wants to go back in. I was like, are you sure you don't want to, you don't need to, you need to take a shit. And he's like, all excited at the door. I was like, I don't want to take you back out in three hours. You want to go back in? I was like, all right. So we went back in and fucking three hours later, he's like at the door looking at me. He's like, got a guilty look on his face. Like I fucking knew it. You fucking asshole. You're making me go back out. It's way hotter now. I get so fucking annoyed <laughs> when I have to go. I was like, you should have just done it in the first place earlier. He heard there about is... your deficiency. Yeah, I guess so. But at least <laughs> he, at least he asked to you. go out. That's, I've always been very grateful about that. I don't have to do deal there, with accidents. Do animals house. not need vitamin D? I, I don't know. He doesn't want it. Like that dog is what he's doing now. He's fine with that because he's he's a black dog, so he just soaks in sunlight. I mean, like I'll touch Dutch when we've been out for a while, and he's just he's so radiated warm. with heat. Yeah, he's just yeah. absorbing all heat. It was my favorite part of the camping trip was uh, I said we had cots set up. Which, by the way, if you're not camping with a cot, you're doing it wrong. Cots are the fucking best. Fuck the ground. Anyways, I set up a cot. <laughs> <laughs> and I had Dutch laid out on it, and I got a beach towel, and I just drenched it in water, and I fanned it off to get it nice and cool, and I laid it over him, and he was just <gasps> snug as a bug. His little head was poking out of the, the beach towel. That. It was so fucking cute. Yeah. There uh, is a, a great video I saw on uh, the internet of this girl replicating what it's like to be a dog when your owner comes home. And I want to do it, but I'm wearing AirPods, and I'm worried they're going to fling out of my head when I do it. But it was essentially her going, is that my friend? Is that my friend? Is that my friend? I think that's my friend. I think that's my friend. And then it's like she was like doing like a cat and, and she was just on her phone like, I think I know her. She, <laughs> that's she accurate. Food. All right, I guess I'll go say hi. <laughs> Very <laughs> accurate. Uh, so Gavin, I got an answer for you here. Uh, unlike humans, dogs get almost no vitamin D from the effect of sunlight on their skin, so nearly all of their vitamin D must come from their diet. Oh. Interesting. Mm. Oh, so go. wait, so how did they get it before we were engineering food? Is it just in animals? Like, if an animal is tanned, do you get their vitamin D if you eat them? I don't think that works. I'm trying to see. Because uh, surely, you know, wolves, they're not getting fed vitamin D supplemented dog food. I mean, I think it's like you get it in meat, right? But yeah, the know. usable form of vitamin D called calcitriol is actually a hormone and is stored mostly in fat tissue. Oh, okay. So there you go. We all learned a little bit learned. about vitamin D today. I have to give Dutch these like fish oil pills because uh, his like ass juices <laughs> will spray out if I don't. It's really weird, and they smell awful, but it's better than the smell of his ass juices shooting onto my couch. It's the worst. What, have what you ever had to, like, juices? milk his gland? I refuse. Like, I had to, like, basically, like, grab his dick and inject a syringe oh. filled with medicine into it. I forgot I about that. I draw the line at fingering my dog's asshole, bro. <laughs> I can't he, do he, it. He might be, he, he might be into it, though. You what? He might, really, he might be into it. He might really like it. He might appreciate it if you do it. I don't want that. I don't want that. He's only he like he just now trusts me with clipping his nails because the first time like first time first nail boom immediately cut the wig. I like oh. hit, hit his little and he started bleeding and like it was like I fucking punched him in the face. He was so distrusting towards me for like like a few days. It's because uh, you betrayed him. 
Yeah, I did. And then we've only just now eased back into me being able to do it. And I, I know how to like where to look for it and stuff. Because he's got black uh, uh, talons or whatever. So it's hard to see where the wick Nails. is. Yeah, whatever. Uh, talons, because he's a wolf. Um, I thought it was a quick. Is that wick? Talons for birds? Quick. That's quick. a uh, quick. Yeah, yeah birds have talons. It, you are quick, Barbara. If I finger ass, then it's over, dude. Well, guys, to, you, to, today, today I learned Dutch is a bird, because Barbara's right. Oh. <laughs> Talons are for birds, and hawks, and shit. I don't know. <laughs> Not for dogs. Or claws. <laughs> are you trying to think of like the uh, what's it called? Velociraptors with their big long nail. What would that be called? It's a talon, I talon? think. Right. Yeah, but they're descendants of, or birds are descendants of those, though. Yeah, so. talon. True. Um, Evolution. Hey, if you're listening to this now, as much as I'm talking about Dutch, get a fucking dog or a cat. I know Gavin, you're into cats. But I, I, I do like dogs. Like I've lived with a dog. I like dogs. I love the uh, the love that a dog can give that a cat will never truly give you. And I'm I'm okay <laughs> with that. But dogs smell bad. Not all. Not all dogs. Yeah. Right, get a dog. Not, I mean, you can keep you can kind of keep them clean. I think my, dog doesn't, my dogs don't smell that bad. I'm sure some dogs smell worse than others, like depending on what what breed they are, how active they are, where they go and stuff like that. Like I imagine Charlie, Kelly's dog, is not smelly at all, right, Blaine? I it doesn't seem like Charlie would be a smelly dog. That dog smells like shit. Oh really? I love that dog though. And she like <laughs> she she legitimately eats her own shit. Oh. Yeah, that's like the one downside to Charlie is I saw her eat a turd one time and it's like, dude, ruined for you life. You have irreparably damaged <laughs> our relationship because she's so sweet. But I saw that and I was just like, okay. I, I yeah, don't know why. Just, they, they, st- they do stay. Well, they, they, go, they take like a five minute run outside. And it's like, that smells, I know there's a dog in this room. I can smell it. And they also, <laughs> having dogs with cats, like the dog would always just go and eat the cat shit. And it's like, come on, we feed you good shit, expensive shit. Food. You don't need to go and eat real shit. <laughs> Why not just save a lot of money and just only feed shit? Honestly, like Dutch, like his Recycle. dog smell, like when it rains or whatever, and he gets like a little wet. Like anytime it rains, I immediately take Dutch out for a walk because, like, I like being in the rain, and I think he likes being in the rain. Uh, and I don't mind his smell. I think he smells good. Like I just like it's like puppy smell. Blaine's uh, not Blaine. <laughs> Dutch has always smelled really like fine. Like anytime you would bring him to the office and people would play with him, I never noticed him smelling bad. He's a good good dog. Yeah, he's a good boy. I was also gonna say when you were talking about weather earlier in the podcast, I think my favorite thing is being at home and having it be like really dark and stormy out, like during the day when it gets that like really dark um, storm cloud kind of look and is like windy and stormy, um, but still warm outside. That's like my favorite weather to be inside with. So you just, you, you, you just had some of that the other day then, right? Or like yesterday we the did, day before yeah. we had it like that? Yeah. Anytime First, it would start sprinkling, Trevor and I would be like, come on, come on, come on, come on. That's so <laughs> weird, like unique to, I've never experienced that in England, but yeah, there's like this weird pre-storm weather in Texas where Someone just like messes with the white balance of outside. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like sepia every- tone. Yeah, so everything's yellow or everything's like green. It's like, and you look out the window, it's like, what's going on? And it, it, what causes that? Is it like the, the clouds doing that? I don't know, but it's also like that. There's this weird like 
air circulation going on too at the same time where it's like gusts and then nothing and then gusts again i don't know what type of storm thing i, I always that try is. and take pictures of the strange color but i feel like my iphone just tries to correct the white balance so it just looks like a normal <laughs> picture so it never yeah. does it justice yeah it's weird because it, i remember at the beginning of quarantine it just wouldn't stop raining and people are like i want it to stop raining i'm so depressed i want nothing more than rain right now like i yeah. fucking love the rain yeah, we were, supposed, we were supposed to get really bad rain this weekend because of that hurricane, but then the hurricane ended up going west instead, so we barely got any as a result of Didn't it. Did it blow some of the wall down? I think it did, yeah. <laughs> the very I, strong, mighty wall. I was really concerned about that because, like, the last time Houston got hit by a hurricane was, like, that big one, and uh, that combined with COVID, it's just like, oh, yeah. ugh, those back, guys can't take it. Back in... April, Bernie and I were texting about like disaster scenarios for COVID, like how bad could it be? And uh, I was speculating about like, how bad it would be if it was still going on during hurricane season, which obviously it is. And then a hurricane hit an impacted area. Cause at that point, once you have evacuations and like people in shelters, then uh, there's, it's yeah. really much more difficult to enforce social distancing and masks. It's like that, that could be really, really bad. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. is, is Hannah done? That's that's the one. There's a Hannah, a Hurricane Hannah in 2008. Yeah, it was supposed to be South Texas that it was is hitting. It, is it yeah. done, though? Pretty much. It's uh, it's just thunderstorms over Mexico at this point. I'm hoping it passes uneventfully. Even if we don't get any rain, as much as I want rain, I don't want people getting... I don't want it to fuck up another thing. It's just, yeah. God, this year. <clears throat> but just a nice, a nice weekend thunderstorm in would be so lovely. That's like... Uh, Love it. I've also been <laughs> puzzling too. I'm I'm an old lady now, by the way. I think quarantine has turned me into an old lady. I'm wearing slippers. I fucking walked into a table and broke my toe this weekend because I'm fragile as fuck now. Uh, and then I'm also doing puzzles. Uh, so <laughs> it's, I don't I'm, think it's like, a quarantine that did it. I, I think it's the years that did it to you, Barbara. <clears throat> it, it might be. But yeah, I I fucking I was leaning down to pick something up and like walking away and my toe hooked onto the dining room table leg and just uh, my body kept moving forward and my toe did not. And I was just really mad at myself because if there's one thing you don't want during having to stay home is not being able to even move around your own home, which uh, sucks. <laughs> I'm just rolling my chair everywhere I go. God, I, I'm still so jealous that you have a weight room. I think about that. I wake up in the morning and I think about how jealous I am of you and Trevor for having Have a Have you thought room. about just ruining some of your place and like replacing the kitchen with just a load of weights? Yeah, you could just not have a, a living room, Blaine. A, there's no, there's really no space in my place. Like I, with Dutch moving in, I didn't even <clears> have enough space to put in a, a, like a Christmas tree this year. B, there's zero inventory. Like there was like a great, it was like, plates became gold and there was a gold rush like there are no <laughs> there's no weight equipment anymore you, you like have to get your hands on it immediately or else it's out of stock for like weeks you could just well, buy you know, a, a boulder you're right how much are uh, gym memberships usually because you know if you want to you know spot me some cash trevor and i could leave for a couple hours and you guys will wipe everything down for you, you i'll work out in a fucking hazmat suit i'll do whatever it takes that, that you guys got a nice <laughs> oh, setup that would all start steaming up. It'd be so gross. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm, I've already done that because, like, they they opened up our apartment gym. And, God, the rules are so fucking stupid. They are basically like, it's only open from 10 to 4 or, like, 12 to 4 on these days. 
so then you have like what you know a group of people that would be going in across the span of 24 hours are all coming in for a four-hour concentrated block in the middle of a pandemic and most of them aren't wearing masks and if they are then they get winded and they pull the masks down so it's fucking Ugh. useless and the limit is not low enough it's only like i think you, there's 10 people allowed but it's like a, it's not a big weight room so I, I basically i don't even work out in my own weight room even though it's open now because i don't feel good but it's oh fuck i don't even know where i was going with that i'm just i'm so fucking frustrated <laughs> i want to lift fuck. so bad i just <sighs> dude you must be just dying not being able to be in an actual gym i mean you fortunately can... i i date a personal trainer so if anything my legs have gotten bigger my ass is popping you can uh, come uh, I... lift, you can come lift a boulder in front of my house if you want for a bit i i'll take you up on that <laughs> yeah i uh i was noticing the other day because i as for people who don't know um kelly was my trainer is my trainer um, obviously not been going to the gym in the last few months, so I haven't gotten physically trained by her, but we have done stuff like over Zoom and stuff. But something I've noticed is she she's so good at what she does, but especially paying attention to the booty, uh, which is, uh, as a, a white woman, I'm not predisposed to having a big butt or a good butt, and she has helped me with that. I've noticed since quarantine has started, my butt is progressively getting flatter and flatter. And maybe that's because I'm literally sitting in this chair all day, but also not working out as much. It's like deflating. You're getting shorter in the yeah. frame every day. <laughs> You're squashing your butt for a living. Yeah. <laughs> so I might have to get her help to, to plump it back up. How do you make a bigger butt? Oh, God. Like squats in that? Well, There's so like... Well, she had made she had been making me do a bunch of activation stuff, and just really because I don't have weights, it's just all like reps at this point. But I mean, she and oh god, it's it's been in fucking intense. Like she'll make me hit a lift and then like zero rest, immediately go into something else, and it's lifts that I hadn't been doing before because I kind of got into a routine. But it's like my ass is on fire by the time she's yeah, done dude. with it. That <laughs> Something weird. also too that she taught me in training is that. Any exercise could be a butt exercise if you're doing it the right way. Like like a push-up? Even a push-up, yeah. It's just <laughs> this tensing certain places and using, like, essentially activating your glutes while doing certain lifts or certain exercises. You will feel it, and it'll help you um, with that lift. So even if, like, an overhead press, if you clench your butt, you could really get a more powerful lift. I'm not going all the way up because I'm my arms would go out of frame. Whatever. Uh, but a lot of it could be butt exercises and glute activation. I want to work on my gooch. I want a really, like, powerful gooch. That's just like a fucked up Kegel, right? <laughs> Is like... that a muscle that you can... What if you, what if you had a bulge the... right there? Like, if, what if you got it so muscular that it bulged out? <laughs> It'd be like sitting on a wallet in your back pocket, like you sit down and you're just like... <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Kelly does this thing... <laughs> When she wants me to activate a muscle, she'll tap on it. So if I'm working triceps, <laughs> then she'll just she'll start tapping on it, and I'll feel it, and I'll know how to I'll, I'll know how to activate it, you know. So when you said that, I started tapping my gooch to see how I get. <laughs> ah! She, she walks that. in, she's like, "Blaine, why are you fingering yourself again? You're on camera, for Christ's sake." If you're gonna do that to yourself, you may as well do it to Dutch as well. No, no. <laughs> God damn it. God, I'm not sure even if I tapped on some of my muscles that I'd even be able to move them. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised with proper form and stuff like that, how much you feel <laughs> certain things differently. Oh, did you feel it? <laughs> it's a love camera. 
Uh, I should just like be clenching my butt while I do the podcast, so I could be exercising my butt while. Might as well. It's a waste, otherwise. You'll be pretty tired when it's all said and done. It's it's a long workout. Dude, I'm gonna have the best ass ever. After a couple (laughs) more weeks of the podcast, bring it at me. Here we go. You'll get taller and taller again. It's like you're reinflating on the frame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Blaine, work it. Um, yeah, Gavin, have we talked about the Halo Infinite gameplay? No. <gasps> oh, can we? What did you think about I'm th- it? I, okay, I, I think I'm broken. I think I'm broken because I'm just, I feel like I'm so biased. I'm so excited for anything Halo. And I say that, not anything Halo. I, I didn't really care for Halo Wars, Halo Wars. or any of that. Yeah. But like a main you know, numbered slash named Halo game. I just can't wait. I, like, I yes, I wasn't blown away by the graphics in the in the video, but I'm just so excited to play new it, Halo. It I just, feel like I've it, replayed every campaign so many times that it's just like to be to be like aged 32 and they're still making Halo for me. I'm so excited by that. It just reminded me so much, in a good way, of uh, the original Halo game of, of Combat Evolved. The way that uh, the, the action flowed, even the setting, the way it, the, there was something about the aesthetic that made me really think about it. Uh, yeah, except, like except, nice and bright. Plus, they added a grappling hook. Like that obviously wasn't in the first <laughs> uh, Halo game, but I, I was I was really impressed. I'm curious to see uh, to see how it how it uh, plays out. A lot of people were asking me their thoughts on. You know, on the game, and they were like, "Yeah, and you know, I could have." People were saying like, "I could have done without the grappling hook," and I was, I was like, "Why do you, you haven't used it yet? You don't know how it feels." And also, in Halo Five, there was that like Spartan ground pound. Yeah. To me, a grappling hook is just like one of those that can also go upwards. It's like you're just adding on to that. It's not going to be like revolutionary different. I feel like it's nice to get around fast in Halo games to feel fluid and to like use other methods for like punching shit in the face I, yeah i'm just think, pretty excited to be honest i think maybe I, I i'm with you i agree with you i'm just gonna play devil's advocate for a second i think <clears> maybe <throat> the concern maybe they don't even realize it when they're verbal when they're verbalizing it but it's like traditionally halo is a very slow moving game the uh single player campaign like master chief isn't a very fast character so maybe with the advent of the grappling hook like it's going to change the speed of the game like it's going to speed it up a little bit which <clears> is uh, uh not something that they may be used to I mean, yeah. maybe that's it. coming off of Doom Eternal, and that had a grappling hook in it, and that made things so much more fun, like tr- fast traveling and just like, this even has more uh, stuff to do with it. Like you can pull things towards you, or you could use it to maneuver around like the environment. So I, I was pretty stoked about that. I still think Doom guy would kick Master Chief's ass, though. <laughs> <laughs> we should, uh, yeah. is there a death battle about that? Can we can we request that? They made it in Master <laughs> Chief One. It was such bullshit. Oh, okay. So I, I then it, like... so that it's settled already. Then no, it's not. No, it's totally settled. No, they are not the final word. I represent <laughs> Doom Guy, and I am here to say that my client will not stand for this injustice. When I think about the stuff that I don't like about where they took Halo, it's all like the feel related. Like to be honest, when I first picked up Halo Four, the way everything felt and sounded and looked slightly different, it took me out of it way more than I thought it would. Like, the fact that Master Chief looks a little bit different, and, and all the sounds of the guns weren't familiar, the outlines of the enemies weren't familiar, that to me was like... 
the 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 reason it felt so different between Bungie and three four three. And I feel like they're making good effort to make shit look and feel more like the old games. Mm. Even though the sounds to me a sound is like the big a big part of it. Like the assault rifle still sounds very Halo four and five to me. And it just doesn't feel as home as it as it used to. Mm. But it's it's gotta feel right. Hey, I well, think we'll find, uh, we'll find out soon enough. With the look of Halo 4 and 5, it was like they were trying too hard to be tactical with a hint of sci-fi. But like in my mind, like aliens is like the aesthetic that they were copying for like the original Halo. And like that, like it's just like cool fucking armor. It's totally sci-fi with like a little bit of tactical. And I think that that's like that return to that look is like that's the way to go. I'm so happy with how he looks now. He's he's so cool looking. And I love the big 117. That's fucking rad. Reminds me of all those cartoons that they're releasing. Uh, like Halo Legends, I think. Did you ever watch those? The, yeah, they had all the different uh, animation styles. Yeah. That was, is that what we're like talking about? I yeah. bothered answering oh, yeah, your question cool. as if it was going to be anything but no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like Chad agrees with me that Master Chief would get his ass kicked by Doom Guy, though. So that's cool. I exactly agree with you. Tons of, tons of chat is not on your side. I want to. I want to point that out. Caden's in chat. She does not agree with you. I saw so. a nah fam from Caden. Yeah. What? What's the? What uh, the I best see. Halo game? Blaine is very wrong. Nah. <laughs> best Halo game. You guys mm. fight. Go ahead. Uh, in my opinion, Halo. Are we, are we talking just single player, not multiplayer? ODST. I would say let's let's take multiplayer out. Halo ODST. Single player. Uh, Reach. I think Reach. <clears throat> yeah, I would put three in Reach and ODST. They're up there. ODST think... for me because Reach was so depressing, although I love the gameplay. Reach was beautiful Personally... and awesome and amazing. It was so sad. Five Personally... was my least favorite. Sorry, Barbara. I was going to say, personally, I... Uh, fuck it. I don't want to do it now. I was going to make a stupid joke and I just interrupted you instead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to I was going to say personally I love Beyoncé's rendition of it, but if you <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm going to I'm going to turn this way now. I feel like I feel like with Halo 5, I like it the least because I'm the least familiar with it. Like I remember not being super pleased with Halo 4. But having gone back and played Halo 4 a bunch of times, you know, since Halo 5 has come out, I like it a lot more now than when I first played it. And I, I'm not I'm not sure why that is. And I, I maybe like Halo 5 would grow on me over time as well. It's it's a weird one. Hmm. But uh we'll we'll see here soon. They haven't they haven't even announced a Series X release date or anything. They just say it's gonna be later this year, right? Holiday 2020. So we don't even know. We'll find out probably in November, if I had to guess. What's they uh, said that these new consoles are going to have? Didn't they say the PS5 was going to have 8K? Did they? What? Did I read that somewhere? I'm a chat and shite. November 7th this year is a Saturday. You think they'll release it then? 117? Uh, also, Saint453 makes a great point. Remember, Master Chief's nickname was the Demon? And what does the Doom guy do? He kills demons. Thank you oh, for coming to my point. TED Talk. Master Chief would absolutely <laughs> get blasted by Doom guy. It's no, no competition. None. <laughs> You're very firm on your point. I, I I will die on this hill. Do you feel like Halo is probably the single most influential? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I was gonna say, like, obviously, 
with red versus blue and Richard <clears throat> Teeth in general, Halo has had a huge impact, but also with you, Gavin, and, and your whole entire life story. I also feel like any any franchise you play all the way from the beginning, you're excited by. Like there, I, I would say there are three still going franchises that I've played since the very first iteration. Halo is one of them. I played all the Hitmans. You know, I played Hitman Codename Forty Seven when it came out, and all of GTA. Like I played GTA One when that was the newest GTA all the way up to now. And I feel like all three of those franchises, I, I'm always just so excited to get a new one of because I'm honestly blown away they're still making them because it's been so long. That's like 90s. Damn. It's a good good franchise. It's going on for a long time. You have, you, have, you have good taste in video games, Gavin. You pick, you pick some good ones. I mean, imagine all the... The shitty franchises you started, and then you're like, <laughs> yeah. "No, that's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep playing this one. It's a. I'll, I'll just put it down." But there, there are some where, where I only picked them up like midway through the franchise. Like I really like Mass Effect Two, but I, ne I never played Mass Effect One. I never played Elder Scrolls One through Three. I don't even know the name of the first Elder Scrolls game. Was it just Elder Scrolls? What was it called? I know there was like Morrowind just, and. Is it just called Elder Scrolls? It might just be called Maybe. Elder Scrolls. One of them was Daggerfall, wasn't it? Someone asked if Doom Guy could survive a fall from space. He was shot from a cannon into Mars. He would win against Master so Chief. So no. The conversation is done. He would absolutely win over Master Chief. Thank you. <laughs> the, the Elder Scrolls Arena. That was it. Yeah, same with Fallout. Never played one or two. Started at three. Oh, those are great games. Fallout 1 and 2 yeah. are so good, dude. Man, I Fallout, I just <clears throat> slept on it and will continue to be a coma on fallout i i don't care it's it's crazy oh my god you're so lucky you're so lucky yeah yeah you can play like fallout 3 game of the year edition for the first time you can do that is it is it that good oh. yeah it, you should yeah. you should absolutely do that it's a great game yeah uh, i'm fallout such a completionist though i gotta play my, everything my first playthrough of that game i fucked up and i broke it in a stupid way um I was I was I was so in love with the game. I didn't want to progress the story. I wanted to do like all the side missions and explore the world before I got to the main story. So like I left the vault and I started exploring. And then as part of my exploration, I ended up at Rivet City, mm. which invalidated, like it advanced the story, and I missed a bunch of stuff. Like I never met Three Dog at the radio station, uh, <laughs> and like all of that stuff was then locked off because I had I had jumped ahead in time and uh, gone over there. I was like. Fuck! So I had to do on my second playthrough. I had to go through and experience that. So it was weird finishing the game, but not having experienced all of the story missions because I had messed up. Yeah, interesting. You should absolutely play that game, Blaine. You should absolutely play that game. Quit trying to rechat to, to find more justifications for your bad takes on Doom Guy versus Master Chief. I see you just glued to it, looking for anybody to try to it's back just, you up. I just want to tear them up at how good Doom Guy is compared to Master Chief. I do love Master Chief. I'm not saying that you know I hate him. I'm just saying he just gets his ass beat by Doom Guy. It's, it's, yeah. That's that's the weird thing. I, I don't really have any strong connection to Master Chief. Well, I, he he's he's not really much of a character, and I think that's that's the point, right? They want they want you to like be him with like in halo with, one he doesn't he doesn't say a ton he's just most of halo one he's he's very confused and he doesn't really know what he's doing no master chief and doom guy were made to be empty shells that the character <laughs> fit into yeah and then like they went into different directions so halo 4 and 5 they're like this is master chief's <laughs> origin we want to hear about how john 117 was a thing and then doom guy continued to be this silent badass who in my mind is me 
and I'm Doom Guy, and I would win against <laughs> Master Chief. Yeah, that the, the 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 reality, the truth comes out. It's true. Um, did anybody else watch the the? Did anybody else when it was on there? Did anybody else watch Thirty Rock, or am I the only one? No, you might be the only. I one. watched a lot of it. Mm. They, I don't know if you saw, they had a like a reunion special last. I think it was last week, uh, where they had like an hour long episode with everyone, and uh, I started watching it, and I, I loved Thirty Rock when it was on the air, and I started watching their their, their reunion special, and I was very sad and disappointed because you're watching and it's like oh it's just an hour-long commercial for peacock which is nbc's new streaming platform like to the point where uh kenneth who's one of the characters in 30 rock is now like a, an executive at nbc in the show and uh, he's like talking to some of the other characters like i don't know he's like i picked all these shows for our new lineup and i don't know if they're any good or not and the other characters are like well why don't you show us some previews so we can tell you what we think about it. he's like okay well here you go let me know what you think and then the show cuts to a commercial and you watch real previews for real shows that are coming out on their streaming service. And then it comes back from commercial and they're like, all of those shows look amazing. You did a great job, Kenneth. It's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, the level of, of, uh, of just like, I'm watching an hour long ad. Like it's not even the show I used to like anymore. <laughs> was there at least good stuff between those moments? I mean, yeah, there were a couple of good moments, but it was just it was just so heavy handed. It was just like after, the show's been off the air for so long that it was good to see the characters again, you know, and some of the jokes were good. But it was really just like an hour long commercial punctuated with smaller commercial breaks in the middle, which was really, really strange to, to have such a beloved show come back in a format like that. <laughs> Did y'all ever uh, watch Community? Yeah, I missed it, uh, unfortunately. That's a great cast. Also, it's Peter just timed me out on chat. Oh, did he really? Uh, I, Community is a great show. There's, it reminded me of this, what you're talking about, Gus. There's an episode Trevor and I just watched where um, essentially the whole episode is about being susceptible to advertising and not really realizing it. And the whole show was uh, kind of focused around Honda and like marketing the Honda to these students and stuff like that. And I was like, this is genius because the plot of this episode is about advertising and so they're able to work in product placement and advertising in such a way that makes sense to the episode so it's not just like random and out there it's a very in your face like yeah the honda crv is great it has this and that and this feature that's dan Harmon, right he yeah. did community yeah. now he's doing yeah. he is a brilliant i mean he and his team are great at advertising because like the rick and morty advertisements like you can tell that the client comes to them and then they're just like we trust you do whatever and then he does it and it's always effective in my opinion yeah like i, I, I love them they're, they're great at advertisements yeah like yeah. the one where they're on the subway with like the wendy's breakfast yeah there's like a potato chip one now that's like it's funny i love oh, every yeah. time it comes yeah, uh great. so you were talking about fallout I want like Fallout aside because I'm not gonna play that. What are the play pieces it. of content? Play it, play it. You're what a full play Fallout Three. What's the one then piece? Then play New Vegas. What's the one piece of content, like TV, movie, or video game, that you would just like? I absolutely have to consume. Because like for me, it would be like something like True Detective. Like that shit is a game changer. Yeah, you're you're a big True Detective season two fan. I know. <laughs> no. Season no, one. Season true. one only. See Season oh, no, season and three, no, three is fantastic. Three is incredible. Yeah. Oh, I haven't uh, seen three. I stopped after two because I oh. didn't like it. Like, oh. yeah, like Gavin's earlier reaction. You are so lucky, Barbara, because <laughs> you can go and watch 
all of season three of True Detective right now. It is I'm so, so happy fucking you. good. Yeah, you should you should watch that. If you have nothing else to watch, like you, you're running out of summer quarantine, watch that. It is amazing. I just binged through Search Party, which Adam Kovic talked about on the podcast two or three weeks ago. Yeah, uh, that was fast. We watched the entire series. It, luckily, it's not done. We found out that they've been confirmed for another season, I think, in early 2021. But you, if you guys are sleeping on that show, you should definitely go check it out. It's on HBO Max. Um, it's, it's fantastic. It's very unexpected. Cool. I, I will. I know. I know. I, I know. Right. It's a. It's a show that I've been meaning to. Uh, really love that feedback that you I'm guys. I'm trying, Barbara, instantly. but you're cutting me off as I'm trying to give you the feedback. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's that one, that was like nice, nice podcast. So aggressive. <laughs> I hate you. I'm just search, fucking tired search. of telling stories or saying things and getting zero feedback from people. Oh, I just, I, I just haven't seen it. I, I remember COVID talk about it, and it's definitely on my list. I just uh, have search search parties. Seen one of those, nothing of it. It's one of those weird shows where I think it was on TBS first, and I know I saw the ads for it. And it was like something that I wanted to really watch. And I felt like it disappeared, but I guess they moved to streaming. Would you say there's like three seasons now? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, I, obviously they, they've been continuing it. It's just one of those things that I feel like I've heard a couple of people talk about, not a ton of people, but just it's, it's never registered for me. Uh, Are is they it, still okay. making it? Yeah, she said they're, made a new, they're, they're making a new season. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Because uh, it's one of those shows where it's like, I feel like if it's such a good show, it's just like, it it will continue to exist. And I like that that happens. Like, I think, uh, is it not Modern Family? What's the one with uh, Ron Howard does the voiceover? Arrested Development? Arrested Development, yeah. It's like, it's even one. if it gets dropped by its major network, like, people will find a way of making it because it's just that good of a show. It looks I like, like when they that took happens. A they took a long break with Search Party. It looks like, I guess, this most recent season came out last month, but before that, the previous season wasn't. The previous season started in November of 2017, so maybe that's why I felt like it had disappeared for a while. Yeah, like, they apparently like had two, filmed like a... the fourth <laughs> season, or sorry, the third season, and then didn't release it until HBO Max, I think, was uh, debuted. So they were sitting uh... on that season, even though had they had filmed it for a long time, which I can't imagine as a, a fan of the show who had watched the previous seasons, like waiting for that and being <laughs> pissed and knowing it was done and not being able to see it yet. Who's in it? Yeah, that, that's a two and a half year gap that they sat on that. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, who's in it? It's that girl from- uh, Aaliyah Shawkat. She's from, um, I think it's Arrested Development or- <clears throat> Yeah, she is. Yeah. Yeah, she's- I never her. watched Arrested Development, so I'm not 100% familiar with her, but she's great in it. There's. She she was in a movie I watched this past weekend that I also texted Gavin about. But we are almost out of time here, so I don't want to get into it. Maybe I'll save <laughs> what it. A what maybe, a I'll, <laughs> maybe I'll save it for, for, for next episode. I would, but we can't go long. There's, uh, there's people right after us on RTTV. Uh, so uh, I guess I want to say thank you to everyone for watching us and for, for hanging out with us. Uh, stick, stay tuned. We always have lots of content on RTTV. We got uh, Inside Gaming Live coming up next. And I, I got really confused because I loaded the schedule and I heard our <laughs> conversation from like 45 seconds ago. And I was like, <laughs> uh, That'd be a new challenge. Uh, Inside Gaming uh, is coming up next and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Beats Master Chief. Bye. Bye. <laughs>